0: Welcome to a Couch Divided podcast where secular psychology meets a Christian worldview with Dr. Robin Hall and Nick Thomas.
1: All right, Nick, sit back and relax.
0: And if you can't, we need to talk about that.
1: (laughs) Prepare to be couched.
0: Welcome, everybody, to a couch-divided podcast with Dr. Robin Hall, the beautiful Dr. Robin Hall. I almost forgot a nickname, and that's not even a nickname. No, an adjective. I've said the beautiful Dr. Robin Hall in, like, the past three episodes. I might be getting lazy, which is really good to to jump into the topic, but...
1: I'm pretty sure that you said lovely. Lovely. Before. Oh, okay. I like said lovely times. and beautiful. Those are the things. I will take I think That's very sweet of you. So <laughs> I'm not particular about what word you use to describe my eminent beauty. <laughs> well,
0: well, I am the sweet Nick Thomas. Uh, the sweet Nick Thomas. <laughs> this <laughs> is actually good uh, to uh, to uh, correlate to our topic on communication, too, as well, because I just said, hey, I already said that. So, I, uh, like, I, it's my speech is a little messy right now. I'm so hacky. <laughs>
1: And so cliche.
0: Um, that
1: is so funny. I need your
0: help to figure out some nicknames. I'm not creative doing that.
1: I mean, like, if you're just looking for words, your dictionary will help you. If that's what you...
0: Oh, my mom told me that when I was younger. <laughs> Get in your room and read your dictionary.
1: Yeah. Well, so, like, it's not as complicated as what theologians, what Joy and Summer do, right? Like, they... Oh. each episode they have a new like Put the putting her. the her yeah. or the she in something <laughs>
0: yeah it's very creative yeah it's very yeah.
1: really creative um yeah some of them are so hilarious like I've just laughed hysterically
0: I'm very I'm very very like uh, I'm not good at being cute <laughs> you know and the putting the her and everything like It's a creative and cute thing I um, like it enjoy it but I'm more of like a roll around in the dirt and go, you know, and, and, and you know, that's yeah, me. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. But I've been able to come up with the word beautiful and lovely. That's and then M- Mother Hall is pretty good too. Ah, right. That's right. Well. That's right. Mother Hall. So right. We'll keep working on that.
1: <laughs> and I channeled my inner <laughs> Julie Andrews. Um, ju- yeah.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And I mean that totally like uh, jokingly. I'm not channeling anything, um, Julie Andrews or otherwise. <laughs> So, yeah, so we're going to talk about communication. Um, it's interesting that you brought, like, that up as an example. What – there are lots of facets to to talking about – to communicating about communication. There are lots of different, like, sub-topics within this very broad topic. So I'm not going to specifically be speaking on, um, like, communication disorders today. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm going to go over, like, what they are just so that you guys will know it but we'll like come back and do another episode where Mm -hmm. we specifically talk about those. Um, I wanted the focus today to be um, on, uh, in my opinion, like a much more helpful um, breakdown of just like communication in general and what we should attempt to, um, how we should attempt to communicate when we're in, you know, interacting with somebody. Um, So yeah. So I hope that helps. Like what I mean is we're not going to talk about stuttering. That's not what I'm talking about today. These are like communication tools, ways in which you can uh, improve, hopefully, um, the way that you communicate with people. So yeah. Did you have like a stutter growing up or anything, Nick?
0: I have extreme shyness, that's for sure. I mean, a lot of young, you know, preteens do, uh, but... I remember breaking out of my shell at youth camp one time. uh, And then all of a sudden my speech got better because I just wasn't shy. Yeah. And so I got bold in my words once I got bold in my skin. And so I guess that would be the only time uh, that uh, I ever had trouble communicating, but it wasn't predicated upon. I didn't have the words predicated, (laughs) Uh, but it was upon my, you know, I I guess if you want to call it shyness, but then eventually Um, I even started being better at public speech. Um, I liked communicating. I liked performing and acting and and doing comedy and stuff. And that really helped greatly.
1: Yes. Uh, In
0: boldness. And really, that's all I needed. I can communicate well as long as I'm bold. Yeah. But if I'm shy or nervous about anything, you will hear me stutter like no other.
1: Sure. Yeah. 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 Wait. It kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy in that way. When you're really, really anxious, you tend to perform look like you are really really anxious. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I have always been a talker. I've I've always been uh um it's gotten me into a lot of trouble. I guess I suffer from foot and mouth <laughs> syndrome. That's not really a thing, but um yeah so my mouth has definitely gotten gotten me into a lot of trouble. Um and I mean still does I guess but um I've learned I guess to manage it a little bit better, right? Bite to bite one's tongue. Um yeah, but I never had any difficulty communicating um in school or uh with friend like I never at least that, that was not a perceived struggle in yeah. my in my growing up. I did um also get very involved in high school in speech and speech and debate I was on the speech and debate team um and that helped tremendously in terms of just like speaking anxiety right um but and that's also different than your everyday like communication when you're performing something you can practice right and you can practice anything enough so that you know you can get up there and it becomes reflexive when you do it so yeah anyway so we're not talking about that kind of thing today not public speaking not like making a speech or anything um or or the disorders in detail but more so i want to focus on the concepts of healthy communication and unhealthy communication and specifically we're going to go over what are the three like major types of communication okay um and uh focus on where like the type of communication that we really want to be using. So, yeah. And then we'll come, you know, back like we always do with the, like, so what of it, what does God say, you know, about communication? Does God speak even like specifically to this? That, oh yeah. You know, that I'm, he's got to. his categories. Yeah. Um, So uh, that hopefully to pull it all together for you guys. Um, So overall, I want to, I I want to preface this by saying, if it were up to me, if I were general manager of the universe, um, if that was my like name over my name tag or whatever, um, it would be a requirement for human beings, you know, in their extremely juvenile learning, their first introduction to, to like school type, uh, schooling, right. Whether you're in homeschool, private, like public school, private school, but your your kindergarten first grade second grade Hmm. arena or age range excuse me um i would make it a requirement for people humans children to learn what is and isn't healthy communication how to talk to one another how to establish healthy boundaries and maintain them um to like what the red flags are for in relationships when you've got really unhealthy communication going right um and how to stop stop it from progressing um it's so interesting to me that like the focus when we are really young is on like we start with you know i think we were doing it using fractions in like first or second grade um which it's not that that stuff isn't necessary like you should have a basic understanding of fractions, math, but communicating is something that we do every single day of our lives, typically all day long, right? Right. I mean, for most people, majority of people, and yet we get zero training in what is healthy communication? Um, how How should I express my thoughts and feelings, right? How should I listen to somebody who's expressing thoughts and feelings? And so, yes, if it were up to me, we would all get like significant training in this and human relation, human relating skills, communication skills from the time we were little, but nobody asked me. So,
0: oh, anyway. uh, yeah, I asked you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no <laughs> but that was before we started. I didn't. You didn't. But yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. If
1: if it was the universal school of Robin, it would be part of the requir- course requirement right. to learn it. I think we would avoid a lot of pain. Um, simply by knowing how to communicate with one another.
0: So I'm very interested to hear what you have regarding this. Um, At the latter half, God has his categories as well in speech. What he says, particular speech. Or how he describes, yeah. How he describes it. What are the categories in there? Hatefulness, wickedness, righteousness, wise, foolishness. So types of speech, sure. Types, how to communicate that. When to keep silent too as well. These are all important as well in communication. Especially... uh, a person uh, with um, a lending ear communicates volumes to me. Really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and it actually sometimes I, I I believe that our insecurities derive from the fear of people not listening as well, uh, and the boldness well, that I have is fear
1: of not fear of not being heard or, or yeah. being invisible, like being yeah. overlooked. And I.
0: I in a sense can be more emboldened in speech when I know that I've got the attention of the other person as well. Sure. And so I just wanted to throw that out there as something that's, uh, right. you know, it's just on my mind as you're going through that character uh, or as you are going through those, um, types of speech.
1: <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm super interested to hear like your kind of breakdown of what scripture says about it. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to break communication down into three categories, okay? So we've got, or types, passive, aggressive communication, assertive communication, and aggressive communication, okay? Mm -hmm. So like right from the beginning, the goal should be assertive communication. Are there circumstances where like you must scream and yell, um yes, if you're being attacked. <laughs> like ass- communicating aggressively is appropriate in emergent right. situations, right? Um but everyday talk, you know, calling your mom, talking to your boss, it should be assertive, right? Right. So, um what is assertiveness? Do you what what do you have any idea what the definition of assertive communication is? Well,
0: the word assert means to actually put forth something. Right. And so it's in such a way where you're almost commanding that intention in assertiveness, but you don't I mean, it, I don't want to use a pejorative because you don't have to do it in such a way where you're a jerk or anything like that. No, but you're should, communicating it. Should, it yeah.
1: Assertiveness is not jerky. It's yeah. direct.
0: You're being. Yeah. Mm. And that's a better word for it. You're being direct and clear and precise right. in what you want and what you don't want. And sometimes the other person can try to either manipulate that speech or misread you. And we have a, a, a hard time with that because we don't want to uh, offend that other person. And so sometimes we dilute what we want because sure. of that. Okay.
1: So that actually, that's actually like a perfect segue. Yeah. So that's what one of the motivators to communicate passive aggressively or passively right. is fear of how you will be received or, or that you may offend the party that you're speaking exactly. to. Um, and that's, so that is extremely common. I would venture to say that most people on earth have had that experience yes. um, where if that is your primary experience and it keeps you from speaking, right. from offering opinions, um, it is extremely unhealthy. Right. Um. And the truth of the matter is I can't make you feel anything. Right. Right. I mean, I'm looking for that magic wand that allows me to actually control the emotional experience of another person, but I can't. So. Right. What I am not saying is that other people's behaviors are, like, inconsequential, that they don't influence us. They absolutely do. But no one can make me happy, sad, or otherwise. Go try it. Go walk up to somebody and say, Be happy and watch what (laughs) happens, you know? It's just not possible. So Marley
0: tried and it doesn't work. Every time I hear that song, don't worry, be happy. What whatever. Don't
1: worry. Yeah. (laughs) You got cancer. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like if it was just as simple as somebody telling you not to worry about something and then you did it, wouldn't that just wouldn't that be? I mean, what what would the world look like? (laughs) Yeah. If if it was that simple, it's just not that simple. So and that's (laughs) a result of sin. So um you are not responsible for anyone else's reaction to you mm-hmm. because you absolutely can't control it. Right mm-hmm. now that is, does not give you license to be a complete jerk.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I was going to say, um, a complete, like a, a, complete, uh, meanie, like a butthead,
0: a meanie, <laughs> a meanie. I was a, like, mm,
1: you, you are a mom. Word. Yeah, I am a mom. Toby, now. don't <laughs> be a meanie. <laughs> right. Don't be mean. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so, uh, doing that like not speaking not being direct being passive about something not only um isn't really honest right mm. it really isn't authentic if we aren't being truthful about how we think or feel now that doesn't mean that you don't consider sparing somebody's like feelings right, right? right. um but because I'm actually not in control of anyone else's emotional experience, and I can relieve myself from the responsibility of worrying about whether or not I'm gonna offend them. Right. Um, and ultimately it causes the issue of I don't ever directly address what's bothering me or the issues that have bothered me. Right. So it builds and builds and builds like a volcano and right. then erupts, and then suddenly I have this like huge cathartic release where I'm like yelling at you for everything you've done wrong in the last like six months. And you're totally blindsided. Right. Because you had no clue that any of that was going on. Right. So like passive communication might feel like you're sparing someone's feelings in the moment. um, But ultimately it leads to that, which is not helpful
0: at all. I hope someone in my family's listening right now. (laughs)
1: Oh, right. So like, everyone is guilty of doing this at some point so nobody is innocent of this some people probably relate to it better than others um but like this is not uncommon right right the idea like the 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 driving force behind assertive communication is being direct and clear right and taking responsibility for the only thing that you can which is yourself right And having the other person do the same thing.
0: I think this is why, uh, you know, Jesus in a small way would say, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Mm -hmm. For anything beyond that comes from the devil Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Basically, if you're saying no and you're, you know, inauthentic and you're trying to reason with that no uh, that you're giving to somebody, you're lying. You know what I mean? Same thing with the yes as well. Uh, Now, this is not to say that you can't be cordial. No, I can't make it. I have this obligation to go to. But that whole thing is your no. You know, uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about when he says, uh, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Um, Well,
1: and so like along that same line, one of the things that I really like people to like employ when they're practicing implementing or trading out some, you know, unhealthy communication strategies with some good ones is that boundary setting of no is a complete sentence. I don't owe anyone an explanation. Right. Right. Um, The truth is. No, period. Should be enough, right? Now I'm not. Please don't hear me recommending that. Like, if your mom is asking you when when you're gonna be home tonight, that you just say like, "Don't worry about it" and walk away. Yeah, like, there that's, is manners. Have you know, manners. right? Yeah. So, like, this does not negate needing to respect and be obedient, right? Be respectful and and loving.
0: I don't know if you've ever had a hard time with this. You ever said no to a friend? They like, go, Oh, come on, come on. And they yeah. just keep, so, pum- oh, I right, hate it right. so much. So
1: that's that's <laughs> the, well, and that's the idea, right? Like yeah. um, you you don't have any reason to feel guilty because you've said no. Like the the example I love is like moving people, right? Um, if you like, help your brothers and sisters in Christ or whoever move, move, and then somebody needs stuff to move and moved, and like you just don't want to do it that weekend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's okay. Yeah. Right? Like, that's okay. You aren't, and that isn't like, if you're doing something out of obligation, like, that isn't right either like your motivation is wrong like your heart is wrong in it
0: yeah, everything right. should be predicated upon the law of god when you make your decision love god love neighbor right
1: right and of course.
0: uh and so everything should be from the overflow of that so consider uh right. those things and then get your answer right. and you're right well, if it's, and god a no, says, it's a no it's a no
1: we're supposed to outdo each other in kindness right Honor. so i'm yeah. not saying that you like don't please love love each other bless each other but like you don't have to explain when you say, like, I can't help with this, that it's because oh because I'm exhausted. Oh, because I've got something like you don't need to offer that explanation. Right. If you choose to, that's what it should be a choice, not a compulsion. Right. Not driven by this need to explain yourself, like
0: right. you know. I, I think sometimes in these situations we create our own dogma, you know, and yeah, our yeah. obligations. And uh, we defile our conscience uh, because of that, because we don't know why we're saying no. All, yeah, of course. You know? right. And a lot. Of, I mean, and, and consider that. I mean, do you really know why you're saying no? Do mm-hmm. you know why you're saying yes? Mm-hmm. I mean, that that is actually the ultimate one of the ultimate foundation. Right. And again, well, if it's predicated so, okay, upon the law, you're so good. So if you
1: say yes, right, like I will help you move. But th- what that causes then is more sin because you're then you really bitter don't want to. Yeah. you're bitter right you're yeah. resentful like you're not doing it with a joyful heart right. you're not even. you're not really even doing it with an obedient heart you're like a toddler like barely picking up his feet as he you know walks to the bathroom to wash his hands before dinner yeah. like he's mm. sulking yeah. like you're just yeah. i have to do it you know yeah. um so and well that's we shouldn't be that should not be your heart in anything right um but yeah so assertive communication is the um is a is a way of communicating and that allows you to express your thoughts and feelings and opinions um in a way that ensures at least to the extent possible that you're being actually heard mm. okay and that while you're conveying your thoughts opinions and feelings you are not in like in making anybody uncomfortable with regard to uh, like demeaning their character. So the, all the like literature that I have, I'm trying to avoid using this phrase because it just makes me cringe, but like infringing on the rights. So your rights aren't infringed, infringed upon. It's, it's so leftist. Ooh, like it makes me yeah. right. <laughs> so that you're able to directly and com- clearly state what you're thinking or feeling that that's heard and you can do so without, spewing venom or yeah. ha- like or having that returned to you right mm-hmm. like lay down your bows and arrows and just talk um so i hope that was clear I w- it was that clear did i communicate it was very clear clearly? Okay. it was
0: very clear uh, as far as i mean it's exactly what christ said is like yes you uh, let your yes be yes and your no be no yeah uh you don't have to feel guilty about saying no the only thing that i would add to it is consider why you're saying anything at all in fact, the proverbs yeah. let you tell you to consider you sure. know why sometimes you you know I would be willing to consider if somebody says no. Now, you have to determine this yourself and what it what it, what it's on because it's not a blanket statement that I am making. is that it, is it wrong for you to say no at the time, or is it even right for you to say yes at that time? Mm-hmm. Consider it yes. um now, that's why sometimes I tell people before saying yes or no you know what? Hold on. I'll get back. Yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah. So know, we do that all that's, the time. That
1: should be everyone's rule of thumb. Like one of their, yeah. like, you know, essential rules of communication. If you are unsure, unless you are 100% positive in that moment that you're able to commit. Yeah. Say, I'm not sure I need to get back to you. So you offer either like, or if you can't, can't, you just say no. Right. right? If you are unsure, you say maybe. Yeah. So it's, like, I'm only telling you yes if I am 100% sure I can go. Yeah. If there is any doubt at all, for whatever reason at all, I'm going to say, like, either no or maybe.
0: And, and some people are listening to this right now and well, this seems pretty basic. It is a huge problem, though. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, the things that are basics we forget. Right. Uh, like I just got invited on a podcast, uh, yesterday, oh, cool. uh, just randomly. And uh, I'm not going to mention the person's name or podcast. I don't know if he wants me to, sure. uh, I would have to see, there you go. And I have to check with him <laughs> before well, that's, that, but
1: that's polite. That's yeah. that's should being polite.
0: But, uh, he just straight up asked me, do you want to come on my podcast? Uh-huh. Now, uh, he's from a different faith. Um, he has a different philosophical view, different worldview. And I automatically, because I love apologetics. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. He doesn't have a debate podcast or anything. He just wanted to hear my worldview and perspective because that's his podcast where it's where, you know, he interviews a lot of people. Oh, gotcha. And I'm sure we'll get into a little bit, you know, of a debate. Uh, But we're communicating over over message, a messenger. Mm -hmm. I've never met this person before or anything like that. I knew who he was and he contacted me. Now, his question was very it it, it almost elicited a, a yes or no response. Do You want to come on my podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I go, you know what? Uh, your podcast does this, right? Okay. I cannot commit to anything now or in the future, but let me listen to what you got and I'll consider. And in the meantime, we'll stay in contact. Yeah. And boom. Perfect. Totally. Yeah. And now I didn't forego the option because right. it's something I actually want to do. I just couldn't commit to it yeah, You yeah. know, right away. But there's also something that I don't know if I if I can do right. um, uh, or what to do. Um, and so I'm like, okay, cool. This is a cool idea. I'll get back to you. Right. I think. And right. we're going to stay in touch on that.
1: So right. So um, it, it's always better to like excite somebody by coming back later and changing like changing your mind or becoming available, right, sure. and saying yeah. like, actually, hey, guess what? Like, I I can participate yeah. or i can help whatever i let the um, window
0: open for us to crawl inside to, yeah. well then
1: it is to say like yes and then have to go back and say no later right right and so like mistakes happen sure. so no you know nobody's judging yeah you that. think that
0: you can commit to something all of a sudden it right. happens right, 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 yeah right life yeah so
1: but to get into the practice of like allowing yourself to say maybe giving your you know giving yourself permission to change your mind right um that those are really good practices to get in the habit of now that that's definitely not license to always say no and to never demonstrate any type of type of good works. Right. Like that's, you know, to isolate, that's ex- right. not fruitful at all. And it's not, it's not good for you. Um, as a, as a person. Um, so yeah, that's not an excuse to say no to everything just so that you're like, you don't have to interact, you know, with people it's not an excuse to be sinful that's what i'm trying that's what i'm babbling about you know and,
0: uh, and, and we can <clears throat> use that for any emotion i mean the the uh bible says be angry do not sin i would say you your are all your emotions all your you know your speech everything that you do you can do only not sin right <laughs> so uh this correlates with speech mm-hmm. as well uh, do that do not sin now remember everything is lawful not everything Is profitable. Yes. is preferable or beneficial.
1: Yeah. Profitable. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, And uh, when you consider such things, you you will start to actually see yourself communicated a little better. And remember, keep the law in your mind. Love God, love neighbor. It just guides you in in, in a lot of things. And I know it's simplistic the way we are talking about it. So study that law. What does it mean?
1: Well, this. So like I should have actually I should have included this in my disclaimer going over communication basics feels like a kindergarten lesson mm. because we should have learned it in kindergarten. Like I already said. Um, so that's the problem is like, this stuff seems very simple and it is relatively simple, but it's not necessarily intuitive. Right. Like until you even realize that you're engaging in unhealthy communication patterns, how do you know to change them? Right. Right. Um. So yeah. So assertiveness Uh, communicating and expressing thoughts feelings and uh, opinions in a way that makes your views and needs clearly understood by others without putting down their thoughts feelings or opinions right right okay um anyway my notes it outline the uh, basic assertive rights of every human being some of these are a little like wah um so i'm going to preface it with that uh having dignity and self-respect so you're an image bearer right so and i like i get really nervous around anything like self-respect we respect christ like we we understand our depravity um but this is like understanding that you're an image bearer and have value right right? and that commands a level of respect right christians believe that at their core right right um saying no when justified without feeling guilty so and this like keeps you from overcommitting. I used to be a habitual overcommitter, and I, you burn out. Like you just burn out. Um, so setting good boundaries for yourself will help you feel better in in that way. If yeah. if you were somebody that has well, struggles with saying it, it no. relieves
0: a lot of unnecessary stress. Stress is necessary in the life, but unnecessary stress. Is something bad when you don't set Boundaries you're creating things coming at You constantly right right yeah
1: I mean you just you're creating more opportunity To be sinful when Yeah Right when it you could Organize it differently And absolutely eliminate Like the possibility that you'll become Anxious I mean really Over at least over the details Um so You have the right to ask for what you want directly Um Man, I just i giggle because people that are passive aggressive about wanting what they want it just- oh man,
0: I get very passive aggressive with that <laughs> um very sarcastic no 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 like so
1: like the the example that I will give is so like <clears throat> it's the difference between saying um will you pick me up and take me with you to church, which is an assertive statement and something like, well, I got, you know, if you don't want to pick me up, I guess I really don't have to go with you to church. (laughs) Right. So like that slimy, manipulative, emotional hostage type statement that obligates me to pick you up right yeah because what's implied is i'm a like i'm bad or no good like not a good friend if i don't do it yeah okay so yeah that's not right like don't communicate with each other that way like don't act like they owe it to you
0: right you know um well and this is better way because this is how we make each other feel too as well when we say these things you're like man this is slimy and manipulative now i'm like well bad person if i say no
1: no um, (laughs) no like so right i mean if they're, if that's the feeling that's engendered from yeah. that, right.
0: Yeah. And sometimes, you know, like, because I run into a lot of those people uh, as well. They want to ask and they're afraid to burden. Right. The, here's the thing. You are by doing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just ask. Right. Just now, ask. I have, I do have compassion. Oh, no, sweetie, it's okay. Yeah. I'll pick you up. I was going to say yes anyway. Of course. Anyway. Like, am and I going to can... take, yeah.
1: probably. I'm going to yeah. probably take you. But, but I will tell
0: this person. <laughs> You can be direct with me. Yeah. You can always be direct, right? You know, uh, with me.
1: Stop beating around the bush, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So much gets lost in the translation of that. And like, you're wanting the other person to read your mind. And they may be really good at guessing what it is that you're trying to say. But that's so rude. Like, how exhausting is that to have to conversate in that way? Stop doing that. Like, just be direct. The. The other way is so very, very fear based, and there's a lot of things that inform this kind of communication. A lot of people that have like significant trauma, specific types of trauma, um, have f- significant fears related to abandonment and, yeah, um, like abandonment, uh, betrayal, um, uh, like chronic, like a pervasive sense of self as being just like never worthy of things that human beings consider themselves, you know, D- deserving of like right. ba- you know basic things right
0: yeah um, i mean and, and so look how all of that affects just even right our tongue it does <laughs>
1: absolutely so you know like it's if quite if,
0: profound really if we
1: have a fear that we're going to be rejected or left if we say the wrong thing we are much less likely to speak yeah or we are much more likely to say what we believe the other individual wants to hear which is also disingenuine right like it's okay for you to be direct. Right. If your relationship is so fragile with whatever individual that saying how you feel or think about something. Right. Is going to destroy the relationship that, I mean, the problem is grander.
0: Right. Right. Then. And this is what I uh, struggle with, um, with certain people, not usually general, uh, people. And I'll just bring this up. Yeah. I can be vulnerable. I, I can get yeah, yeah. my own follies. Um, is projecting on them what they're going to say or what they're going to think of me. Um, even if I am direct uh, on that, uh, I sometimes I go, am I being annoying or am I being irrational even by asking? And uh, I can dive into the history of my life sure, on sure. why that is. Sure. Uh, I don't think that's necessary at this point. Mm-hmm. And then uh, God has really sanctified me and has really shown me that that is actually more damaging than just actually going for it because here's the here's the thing you have your speculations about this person what they're going to say here's the thing most of the time you're wrong by the way but sometimes you're right you are and you're not avoiding anything by just avoiding this situation you're not at all because even if you go for it and you're right you're going to be that even more dev- more devastated when you are right uh, uh, on that mm-hmm. uh than just to go hey you know what if they respond in this way, it's actually on them and not me. Mm-hmm. And so be bold in that communication. Don't right. uh, look for the the folly. Don't look for the 10 negative things down the road. Because even if you're right, it's just going to devastate you that much more.
1: Well, so here's the thing. Like, doing that creates anxiety and sinful anxiety. Amen. Yeah. So um, quit fortune telling. You cannot mind read. Yeah. Stop. Stop doing right. it. Stop trying. Could. So, like went because so giving in to that compulsion right is it's very very fear based and we do it to relieve anxiety like analyzing every potential outcome you are not responsible for that other person's reaction like you can't be because you are not puppeteering them right right you are like so so like the boundary has to be there yes and if you refocus practice refocusing on um The point of I need to convey what I'm trying to say, like what I think and mean clearly Mm. rather than worrying like how that's going to impact the other individual.
0: You know what's really helped me out with it? What? Understanding that I made in the image of God. Yeah. Um, And that he forms the mouth. Yeah. And that he forms the tongue. And that he's given me a law. And as long as I'm not transgressing against him and considering my neighbor, yeah, don't worry about. Yeah. And it it takes some practice, but I mean, I'm just saying that really has governed me. No, I'm not, you know, an idiot here. Right. Know? I am saying something and no, I do have to ask this. Otherwise yeah. I don't know. Right. And so, and sometimes we just can't think clearly. Okay, in this so situations. and also
1: like, what's the big deal with looking like an idiot sometimes.
0: That's what I'm saying. So sometimes you're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's fine.
1: Like that's okay. It's, it's too, too, you know what not to do next it's extremely prideful (laughs) yeah it's extremely prideful right to be that afraid of embarrassment yeah um anyway so So. yeah so like assert communicating assertively does not mean that you are disrespectful that you say things that are like in that intentionally to intentionally hurt somebody else right cause that reaction in them Mm -hmm. um it means being able to just express clearly the truth about what you're thinking or feeling, right? Right. And like as I'm saying this, I want everybody to remember too, like your feelings and thoughts are not they they aren't they don't they don't dictate or influence fact, okay? Like the objective truth of God is not influencible in that way, right. right? So just because you feel a certain way doesn't make it true. Now, your experience of it is very real. Right. Right. But it doesn't influence, like, how factual, a- like, any components are to what you're experiencing. Right. Right. right, right. To the feelings themselves. So um, don't allow yourself to be carried away by that. The heart's deceitful above all things. Mm, right. Your yes. trust needs to be in God. Right. In scripture, like, in his revealed word to us, not in self.
0: It's amazing how we... <laughs> As vulnerable creatures, I mean, just what you described already and in in our conversation so far, how vulnerable we can be because of our own minds Uh and how, you know, and and how a a lack of skillful communication can actually bring this. Like, could
1: you imagine, like, talking...
0: I'm like, I'm surprised that we're able to walk around right, as, as well I, as we do. It, like, God is good because he just upholds all of us, the wicked and the I, righteous. It feels
1: like we should be like okay. those lemmings cartoons where we just yeah. continue, like walk off the cliff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, and wouldn't it have been helpful to have had a discussion about communication as a child?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So yes. talk
1: to your children, people, about right. healthy communication. Don't be afraid of it. Right.
0: Birds and bees and how to speak.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> just tell
0: everybody to have the hey, birds hey, and yeah.
1: bees conversation with their children? I guess.
0: I don't know. Isn't that uh, shouldn't it come from your parents and not from the teachers? We're not school? giving you any
1: parenting <laughs> advice. So do with the birds and bees what you will. Um okay. So yeah, so um we we wanna be assertive. What are some of the common barriers to being assertive? We've talked about this uh we're, like we're touching on this through our whole conversation, really, but really, yeah. some people fear the repercussions of acting assertively or may lack the skills to express themselves effectively, hmm. effectively. My goodness. Blah, uh, communication. Um, they may believe that they don't have the right to be assertive. Um, communicating assertively doesn't guarantee that the other person like, okay, so yeah, this is important. And I want to, I, I want to stress this just because you communicated assertively, does not mean that you are going to change anyone's mind about anything. Right. Right. That is not the goal of communication. If it is, you are going to be quite frustrated. Hmm. Right. Because again, you can't control it. You can hope. Hope. What is that? like? <clears throat> you can wish in one hand. Yeah.
0: And... <laughs> we, we found that out. I actually want to bring up Aristotle as, a, as the art of rhetoric. and He believed that certain words defined in a certain way could make anybody respond in the way that is necessary. And I obviously disagree with that uh, because Paul uh, said, I didn't come with you an eloquent squeech. Uh, squeech. Uh, see, there you go. Speech, <laughs> uh, I came in you proclaiming just Christ crucified, lest the power of the cross be stripped away. Um, the reason why I mentioned that is because there is more than just certain words, but there is the power behind that word. Um, and I, I'm sorry, you don't possess the power, uh, mm-hmm. God does. Right. Men in authority like to think they do so they can just say anything that they want. And people right. listen. Mm-hmm. God has that ultimate authority.
1: Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, so the goal of conversation cannot be changing the other person's mind. Your, like your goal needs to be, should be communicating clearly and effectively, what it is that you want to say, right? Okay. Um, uh, I'm I'm like hesitating to move on from that point for a second. I think I think it's important to um, that you are prayerful. Like if there's something going on that you really need need want to see changed, right? It's not that you are to give up hope around that changing that's not what this means it is supposed to help people direct their focus to being clear and communicating effectively rather than like being persuasive in any way um hopefully it does have that effect of being persuasive right
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: but it might not and so our evaluation analysis of you know whether the conversation was healthy or not, on your like the our part can't live and die with the outcome, like with the response. Exactly. And, and mm-hmm. this is
0: why the Bible said in your in your speech, you know, have your se- uh, speech seasoned with uh, salt. Uh, let your reasonableness be known. These are the things that God wants you to emulate in your speech and communicate to into somebody because it's only Him that actually dictates the final result. Mm-hmm. So even when Paul says that we have words that persuade uh, people. At the same time, we believe in election, right? So if he had words to persuade people to just believe, then we don't need election. So if we harmonize these two, it's actually a virtue. Uh, He's saying, let your reasonableness be known. Have uh, like a a clear and decisive words. Without these things, they're muddled, but then ultimately the result is going to be predicated upon God. And then when you're just in a typical conversation, just like me and you, you don't really have the power to just, Change of mind, just no, like you said. No, 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 no. But I can be reasonable. Yeah. And I can be virtuous. Right. And I know that helps I, can, con-
1: <laughs> I can convey my points. Yes. Right?
0: And uh, I know that my stature, uh, my kindness, my reasonableness will at least give you the open mind to hear me out. Right, right. And that's better than something. My approach, right? Yeah. Now.
1: Um. Okay, yeah. So I got to
0: work on that myself, though.
1: Well, and this is a work in progress for everybody. So, um. Right. No expectation that communicating in a sort way is going to get you the outcome that you desire hope pray those things you de- definitely don't forsake but the goal of conversation is not that
0: right. Um, One of the most powerful things in improv is the yes and. You ever ever heard that? Yes and. And and really, I kind of just, I take that, you know, yes and, I I take that and I try to communicate that way as well, the yes and. Uh Um, Not always, because sometimes it's no and no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't say that again. I don't want to hear that. (laughs) Things like that. But you know, uh, for the sake of conversation, I will yes and somebody and then go on to the next point. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a good point. Um, hold on. Let's go back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that way I'm not shutting them down. I acknowledge what they said. I can say my point, And then sometimes we put those together and come with a completely different point yeah. oh, or, oh, oh, that's what it is. And so that yes and or drawing and, and then walking with somebody right. as they're communicating really has helpful.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, you're you're basically just you're talking about encouraging someone.
0: Sure, right? even in that, without going, hey, attaboy, a yeah. boy, <laughs> you're just acknowledging yeah. what they said and moving on.
1: Right. Okay. Well, encouraging somebody to continue. Yes. Right. 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 <clears throat> um, okay. So passive communication and behavior, which is what we want to avoid, allows um, your own the, those rights that we were talking about, the assertive rights to be violated by failing to express honestly what your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs are, or by expressing thoughts and feelings in an apologetic man- a manner, in an apologetic manner that others can kind of easily disregard. Mm. Um, so uh, the examples here, the uh, there's some examples here in my little um, notes. Uh, the message you might be sending are, um, I don't count. You can take advantage of me or my thoughts and feelings don't matter. Only yours do. So like the implied message. Um, we're supposed to be self-sacrificing, right? That's how we're supposed to love one another, right? What's one of the ways we express that? Um, so <sighs> sacrificing self to, for, for the like betterment of a brother is, a, is really a good thing but that isn't the same thing as sacrificing because your like your motivation is if i don't do this again like i'm going to be rejected for some reason Or, like, I might be exhausted, but that doesn't matter. Right.
0: So, discern what situation you're in. Right. You know, know,
1: they really, these are really heart issues, you know. Yeah, And understanding what the motivation is behind the way that you act in a certain way can be really, well, it's important. It's necessary to root out, like, sin that's indwelling.
0: Because there's been uh, some situations where, oh, I'm, you know, stayed up all night. I worked all night. I got, like, four hours of sleep. Uh, and then somebody calls me and says, I'm broken down on the side of the road. Now, I don't want to pick you up. Yes.
1: Yes. But yes. then
0: be- I-, I realize that my point, I- I'm allowed to forego myself and lay down that yes. sacrifice. And so right. I'm saying yes, and I don't want to. But right. am I disingenuous? No, my love for that person right. is actually motivating me. It's motivating. It's go motivating. Do it. And it's a true yes. Right. And then I'll dog on them when I get there. Sure. But. But,
1: what, but what won't happen is that you go and feel, like, resentful and yeah. bitter.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, you will be blessed in your service, yeah. right? So That's just, a really good indication. That's a great fruit, like, bearing exactly. indication of what your heart is in that.
0: Exactly. And so, <sighs> uh, and then if you find yourself always, never, you know, like, sacrificing yourself for your friends or anything like that there might be some bitterness and that's why you're saying no but or right right uh, right. uh yeah uh but uh and so we need to there's you and know, there's work no on way that. for
1: us to speak to every like individual yeah so, like, uh, but i know check, that be checking your motivation your heart yeah that's really the overall point something
0: yes yeah, the overall point that i wanted to make is what's your motivation and then and then go ahead and consider what is right to do um, um, and, and then make your decision right. and then stand firm on your decision.
1: Or, I mean, yeah. st- stand firm on your decision unless it becomes evident that you should change your mind. Like yeah. we don't ever want to be
0: done that before. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I've said, no,
0: I go, you know what?
1: But that's not the same thing as allowing yourself to be manipulated emotionally into doing something right. that you would really, you really would not rather now, do.
0: Now look at this. Look how powerful yes and no is no wonder Jesus tells you to just be direct with it yeah. and let it be, you know, because we're just describing categories and you're like, man, we can't just, you know, talk about all of it because it would be too much. So yes, behind the word yes is a whole plethora of things. Behind the word, uh, word no is a whole plethora of things. And sometimes they commingle. Uh, there, uh, there are there is righteousness and yes, and wickedness and yes. There is righteousness and no, and mm-hmm. wickedness and no. And right. you really have to determine. And I, I'm going to say it again. Harken it back to God's law. Right. Make your decision.
1: Right, yeah. absolutely. Right. Jesus said it so well. Um, okay, so passive aggressive communication would be like a subset of passive communication, um, and it involves aggressively expressing or excuse me, expressing aggressive feelings in an indirect way through passive resistance rather than by openly confronting an issue. So I already gave you the example, right. Of You know, um, I guess I don't need to go like you don't, you know, if it's too much trouble for you to pick me up, like I can just stay home by myself and not go like, right. Um, Like that is so different than just saying like, are you able to pick me up? Yeah. Right. Um, And there's a lot, like probably a lot of history behind the first statement, right? Like, or the, that first way of expressing, like being passive aggressive.
0: Um, Yeah. And so sometimes, uh, but that uh, doesn't mean it's okay. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's okay. And sometimes when I'm direct, uh, uh, I always preface it. Like if I say, Hey, Hey, Let's do a Bible study Wednesday night. I'm talking to somebody and I'm discipling something. And sometimes I will go, if you have time, that is. Yeah. You know, I'll trail it off. <laughs> and I don't mind doing that. I mean, it's not as bad as I, you know, is uh, you could be direct with that. But I also don't want to assume that he is doing something or sure. I don't want to guilt trip him if he has got another obligation. So I go, if you have time, I'm opening the door for you to go. Yes or no? <laughs> I'm making it easier on you. And uh-huh. some people would go, but you're enabling them not to be yes or no. And I go, yeah, maybe, but in this situation, I think it's appropriate. Well,
1: enabling them, no, like, isn't up to you anyway. I,
0: I, I get I, th- That's right. That's what I'm it saying. It is I was not like, up
1: to you anyway. You
0: know, yeah, I'm not. I'm not their life coach. I just wanted to do a Bible study. <laughs> 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 and like, it's not and up I wanted you. to be like, nice. You're yeah.
1: like the the agreeing or not agreeing. Like never. It it. Like ends and begins with the other person. It yeah. never even touches you. Right. Um, so yeah, like it, what you're talking about is being polite. Like bingo. Like so, in a in a perfect world, in an ideal situation, you would assertively like say, um, "I would like to have a Bible study with you this coming week. Are you available this night?" And then the assertive individual that you are communicating with responds. Um, either yes, that would be great, or I'm not sure. Let me get back to you. Or no, I would. I don't want to. No. Yeah. Period. No. <laughs> that's I'm what, tired. That's no. what makes
0: instant messenger so cringy because you know they read it <laughs> and they're not saying oh, anything that
1: that <laughs> <is> so funny. <laughs> so some examples of passive aggressive behavior um, or communicating types: skulking, ignoring. Or stonewalling, complaining about somebody gossiping, oh my goodness, procrastinating, um, deliberately being late or slow, intentional poor performances, acting in a way that will frustrate others, or uh, acting innocent when you've done something to hurt somebody. Hmm. Oh my gosh, acting, playing stupid when you know I think that, that you have just been like intentionally cruel. Yeah, it,
0: we're going, we're touching on everything that the Proverbs is saying, you know, uh, it's like one of the things an adulterous woman does is wipe her mouth and say, I've done nothing wrong. And that, you know, what, what, you know, right. <laughs> you know, like, I kind of do looking anything. At? Yeah. You know, what are you looking at?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like minimizing it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So we want to avoid this type of communication, right? Um. So aggressive communication, the, this type of communication and behavior involves, communicating in a demanding, abrasive, or hostile way. It's insensitive to others' feelings, beliefs, rights. Again, sorry, that's a little bit like pop pop psyche language. Um, usual goals of aggression are domination and winning, quote unquote, forcing the other person to lose, right? This is not it's not a game. Right. Nobody like you do not win this argument, period, but you definitely don't win it by being right or cruel right right Uh,
0: this brings up a very important passage in the book of james chapter three and uh verses three or four talking about we uh uh, putting bits in um, a horse's mouth and steering it the way Uh, You want him to same thing with the ship and the rudder. Uh, But then at five, it says, likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell. That's a huge statements uh is that we can speak evil uh, we try to gain advantage with people over our tongue um and oh yeah the things that you're mentioning right now right yeah. right
1: um yeah sinful just it's sin it's sin
0: right i mean he really uses explicit language fire and it's evil and it's all you know it's the most evil among the parts of the body <laughs> like right, right. Uh, and it's like wow you know when you consider such things so we need speech and it can be so joyful uh, to hear somebody speak a compliment to you. At the same time, it could just bring you down for whatever motivation that that other person has behind what they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, what do you, can you, can you give me an example? I don't know what you mean.
0: Well, what I mean is if somebody has vindictive attention, they can use their tongue to gain an advantage over you. In some cases, fool you, lie to you. You see what I'm saying on that. That's but, what the fire is. Oh, no, no, on but that.
1: okay, yeah. No, I guess I meant the like beautiful, give you a compliment. You said, yeah, I
0: mean, so at one at one point, the tongue can speak righteousness and give you a compliment, oh, and it's enjoyable.
1: Oh. I'm so sorry. Yes, yeah. Okay. I on the other
0: hand. He could also curse you, yes. or gain an advantage of you, right. or lie it's to you. Right, fickle.
1: It's fickle. Uh,
0: how? What the duality? Yeah, the yeah. duality with the tongue. Of course, this comes from the heart.
1: I'm saying, okay. yes, I understand. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah, no, no problem. See, this is effective communication. <laughs> and so, actually, this is a really good point. You didn't understand, so you just asked a question. Yeah, it's a clear. And it was direct. And I go, oh, okay. Yeah. And then just give you the answer. Yeah. So now you had a live example.
1: Right. Of I'm a allowed, small like, part so of communication. I feel like it's fair to not be confused. And if I don't understand, right. I ask questions, you ask questions to minimize my confusion. Right. Um yeah. So, okay. So, just some kind of like key points about assertive communication. Use I and me statements. So, this is really this is kind of cliché and stereotypical anybody that's watched like any therapy sitcom stuff has seen has seen this kind of portrayed in hollywood um but it's actually extremely effective and it's important because it eliminates any implication that the other individual is responsible for your feelings or thoughts or anything that you're about to express so for example statements like when this happens you know x i feel this So when you bring me flowers randomly at the end of the day, I feel loved, cherished, happy, whatever, you know, whatever the feelings are, right? So um, versus something like when you don't take out the trash this i mean maybe this is a conversation between a mother and like a son or something right when you don't take out the trash when you don't do your chores i feel disrespected upset hurt so when this happens i feel this way okay mm-hmm. rather than um i can't believe you didn't take the trash out again you were like how could you do that you know how much it bothers me when you don't do your chores Like, those statements are so different. And the implication in one where you're, like, really conveying how frustrated you are, right, is that, like, there's something about this, like, it's a comment on their character rather than a comment on their behavior for not taking the trash out, Mm. you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. so... It, le- it, get ri- it gets rid of all of that
0: yeah and uh and and this is common in, in in speech and i've heard that a lot and have taken that example and applied it to my own life uh as well in a lot of situations and it, it always is situational the i feel statements or the me statements sure. what you're talking to just like you like this but sounds ca- like a mother cause and a son. An yeah, yeah, yeah cause and effect mm-hmm. uh, i i gotta do I, I do have a story it's a small story of where that went wrong Okay. Well, it didn't go wrong. I did, you know, he, <laughs> he he was using the I statements, like, uh, but I, I and I didn't respond in a way he wanted me to uh, because there was an objective standard that I alluded to. Um, it was a person that I met when I got out of rehab. This was five years ago. Uh-huh. And I was so infatuated with the gospel and I told him the gospel and I kept telling him the gospel. And then he goes. And he decides to learn that lesson that we learned that one day, you know, implement that lesson that we learned that one day in rehab about the I statements and the, you oh, know, oh 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 uh, because they always teach you that. Oh because gotcha, you know, gotcha. a lot of people, you know, problems, especially in drugs, they don't know how to communicate to, yes. the, to the ones that actually care about them, <laughs> um, yeah. or or their friends or anybody for that or matter. Or they never knew how to communicate
1: because again, we don't get taught. How to exactly.
0: With each other. And he goes, well, you know, I'm just you're always bringing up the gospel, and I feel like this, and I feel like that, and I go, I understand how you feel on that. Mm-hmm. But if you are feeling that I'm bringing up the gospel, let me just lay it out clear. It's because I am. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, he goes, well, you're not supposed to say, you know, you're supposed to, I go, no, I'm supposed to share the gospel kind of thing like that. No, no, we did have a relationship and conversation. And, you know, we talked about other things. Yeah, yeah. But he just... He he invited me to something that I found at that time very sinful me to go uh, for me to go to yeah and I go listen you know you know God has saved me and and then he goes I feel like you're always bringing up the gospel And I go well I am okay <laughs> and uh, in that situation he did the right thing I did the right thing but he didn't like my response because they promised him an outcome of the I feel or the I me statements that wasn't. I mean-
1: So, but that, like, it's the, like, I feel like you're bringing up the gospel a lot isn't an example of one of those statements. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that would be, like, uh, that would be, like, an attempt at an I statement, right? (laughs) So, it's important that you've got these components, right? Exactly. When this thing, when A happens, this is the consequence, right? Um. (laughs) <laughs> to just say, I feel like you, I mean, your comment, you're just making a comment. Like, yeah. that's essentially a statement about the fact that they've noticed that you're bringing the gospel
0: up. It was a horrible situation. It was five years ago, so I'm going to go ahead and bring this. And please don't look at me like I'm I'm sharing my piety with you. Okay, But I have to preface this situation because it was so... It was so funny. I was doing a fast and it was three days. Yeah, yeah. And I'm on my third day and I just helped this homeless guy on the side of the street. And I sat with him and preached the gospel and everything from the Holy Spirit was just filling up in my life. Uh I'm concentrating on the Lord. I'm fasting. I just helped somebody. The word is going around. This is visceral experience of Jesus in my life. And my friend calls me. And yells at me. <laughs> he, uh, yells at and, you? Well he ended up yelling at me when I said I oh, am uh, well, telling you the gospel. I and I see. go, What what happened here? Okay. Yes, and right. it was just Gotcha. And it was just I don't know how to describe it. Now we it, it was a little tiff after a while. You got really got heated and then it it, then it boiled mm-hmm. down, and then it was all right. But uh it was just I noticed what he was doing. He was doing exactly what they told him to do. Mm-hmm. And again, it was an attempt and not a very good one. Right. Um, but he wasn't ready for the response. Right, right, right. Um, right. because I know that I was making him feel that way, but I also know the objective standard to where I know you're feeling that way because you reject God. It's yeah. not because right. you think that so, I'm really like
1: if yeah. some so there are a few boundaries that as Christians, we like we are obligated to cross. If somebody sets yeah. the boundary of like, don't preach the gospel to me i'm sorry but yeah like no
0: now i was not reformed in my doctrine at this time <laughs> i barely you know i became a christian i'm like three or four months in kind yeah. of thing. yeah yeah yeah. and uh that's all i knew was the gospel right so that's all i was going to say about god i was infatuated still am <laughs> but very in a I would say in an immature way, sure. not not from speaking it, no, but just didn't so, know how to handle my zeal. Well, no, under like
1: like underdeveloped, un, like yeah, 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 undeveloped at that point. Didn't
0: have yeah. a very good theology.
1: Yeah, um, okay. So using those I statements, um, avoiding things like "you make me this." Stop mm-hmm. it! Stop doing that!
0: Right, right. Stop
1: doing that. It cha- it entirely restructures the statement that you're making when you say um when this happens i feel this way as a reaction to it
0: i can't make you do anything
1: so voice tone eye contact and body posture very important parts of any kind of communication assertive communication um look look at somebody in the eyes yo Mm -hmm. eye contact do it do it just look at somebody in the eyes you
0: know what's funny is because you or you're like look at somebody in the eyes boom, you look right at me and I'm looking at right at you. I wish you. we had it on video. That well, was kind of fun. Just the prompt though. Yeah. You know, uh, Do it. And, and remind yourself of that prompt. Mm-hmm. Look at them in the eyes. Right. And not, you don't have to be intimidating or go look me in the eyes if you, you know. Well, like, and so
1: that's another, like yeah. your posture, you can, you can have like an intimidating posture too yeah. if you're behaving aggressively. Like be self-controlled. Right. Be self-controlled. Like.
0: You have the spirit of self-control from the Holy Spirit. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Right. And if you feel like it's beyond your like human sinful capacity to exercise, pray, pray for it. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So, um, just a last, like a couple, couple more things about like assertiveness in general. Um, try and be clear and stay like on one point at a time don't bombard people like or the individual Mm. so and like the examples that i'm giving are more for like very interpersonal like the relationships that you have with the people you live with Mm. right um but like so saying things like um you you didn't do this and you didn't do this and then you did this and that was awful too like beating somebody up in that way like they can't even hear that there's so much happening coming like that's not an effective way way to communicate. One point at a time. One point at a time. Slow down. Slow, like it's better that you slow down and actually progress through yeah. it than never accomplish anything and stay stagnant, yes. right? Yeah. Um just be direct re- like be patient, one thought at a time. No like
0: barrage oh. of bullets. I'm thinking exactly. of one particular person that I would have difficulty uh, with that because of the long history. Uh-huh. I'm thinking of it in my mind. I don't want to go into the story. But, you know, what you're saying right now, Um, I know full well. And I know that the some of the audience that this list knows full well. Mm-hmm. But we just, we miss it all the time. And mm-hmm. because sometimes you're, you're talking about interpersonal relationship, There's so much baggage. Yeah, yes. With another person. Right. And
1: So that's why this stuff is important yeah. to practice. Like with day-to-day communication, like just day-to-day communication. Before you, like, and get good at it. Create a habit of it. Before you start trying to address
0: historical yeah. issues. I always like to, to think you know you, somebody can have racing thoughts and you know every thought that you're having, but if somebody asks you what you're thinking, you're you are thinking you you could not articulate it. Yeah. Same thing when you have that baggage with somebody and you have like a 20 year history right. and you're like, why'd you do this? Well, because of this, 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 right, this. Right, and right. you're connecting all the dots right. and you cannot communicate. It's like mm-hmm. almost having those racing thoughts and you're trying to communicate it and outcomes much. Well, and there's
1: a lot of experience and lots of time like pain and hurts behind all that, right? right, right. So don't let that drive the conversation. It will destroy the communication. Right. The goal, like you, you want to be heard. You want your point to be made. Right. Clear, concise. Right. That's it that's the start that's the platform guys like if the other person doesn't understand you or if there's been like a miscommunication because of how it was conveyed or not conveyed you're how can you move forward you nothing gets accomplished there except more hurts pretty typically um so remember um just because you're assertive doesn't mean that you're gonna get what you want out of it yes right
0: take my friends uh Or take the, take the example of my friend, you know, I feel like you're communicating the gospel, you know, too much and thing like, well, you're right. Right. And he didn't get what he wanted. He wanted me to go, oh, you're right. I should stop talking about Jesus. Right. (laughs) Uh, He just didn't get that. So,
1: so, um, this, like the title of this next little piece is the four essential steps to assertive communication. Um. Tell the person what you think about their behavior without accusing them. So mm. that's again, those I statements are really mm. important. Tell them how you feel when they behave a certain way. That cause and effect. So that gives something identifiable, right? Like you drive me crazy is not helpful. Yeah. Right. Drive me what does that me crazy. mean?
0: Yeah. What
1: does that mean? Okay. Right. It's a good song. So identifying a specific behavior is necessary. And it forces you to actually figure out what the heck is bothering you, right? It's, I want to say too, it's also entirely okay to say if you're confused about how you feel to say that, right? Like take a break, come back to it. It's not going anywhere, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't need to be avoidant of it, but you can break. Like I'm not sure how I feel right now. That's so fair, if, and especially if that's yeah. honestly the case like and i can't even tell you how often that is my experience right right, right and especially in really high emotion highly emotional situations hmm. you've got such a diverse emotional experience to what like whatever's going on hmm. it can be really difficult to differentiate to identify period what you're feeling right so if you don't know that's okay but you right. communicate that you don't know right right
0: and it's very uh it's very important you know uh what you just said, um, I don't know how to feel, you know, right now. Um,
1: I don't know how I am. Feeling. Uh, yeah,
0: how I am feeling. because right. There's a rage of emotions just going on in any kind of situation. And I think that really is um, you just a, a, you mentioned prayer earlier. And this is, this is really, I mean, because God knows exactly how you're feeling at that point and how you should feel at that point, And you want to align with him whenever you come to that situation and you're able to take that break, like you just mentioned. Yeah, I would say, right, you know, go right to to prayer. Yeah. in that situation, and take a deep mm-hmm. breath, and you'll soon find out that you actually are feeling a particular way and can communicate properly. Right, you'll that get properly. get clarity. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I,
1: I'm typically, unless that's not what you know God is willing about it, right? Like, sure. Yeah. Um. So tell tell people how their behavior affects you and your relationship with them. Um, so, again, like, you're still using those statements, right? Like, um, th- these are the consequences of your actions. I immediately think of, pe- like, people that are using, right? Mm. Um, what, y- like, you're using impacts my ability to, tr- you know, uh, trust you, which impacts my ability to have a relationship with you, period. Mm. Um I've been on both sides of that conversation. Yeah, so, too, um tell, and this is the final step. And I think this should happen after, like, you practice this other stuff first. But tell them what you would prefer and prefer them to do instead. So, again, we have, like, the inclination in that moment to, we can anyway to become really, really sarcastic even, like, With what we suggest our partner Uh, or someone go and do, right? So, like, you need to be assertive about that, too, right? Um, When you don't take out the trash, it makes me, I don't know, angry. I don't even know if you'd be angry about that or not. Let's just say for arguments sake, you are. When you don't take the trash trash out, I feel angry. In the future, I would like you to take the trash out. Yeah. Okay, so... You're you've got three components to the statement like that. Like you've identified the the behavior that you want to address, your reaction to it, and how you want it to change. Mm-hmm. Three steps, and that's systematic. Yeah, right there. Um. So anyway, yeah. So that's really really basic communication stuff. Um. Well, I I definitely want to spend some time like talking about uh. John, John Gottman. So just some like communication research and stuff that's available. There's some really helpful stuff out there. Um, So, yeah, maybe in our next episode we can...
0: Talk about that. So that's a that's a good spot to uh, to leave off. Yeah. Then um, I hope this was helpful. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the conversation, and <laughs> and I'm, no pun in there, but I mean I really enjoyed uh, this conversation and actually communicating back and forth with you about this because we seem to be drawing uh, from the same cloth and uh, think about the same things. Yeah. Uh, in these uh, in these things, and I I really do hope you consider God's law. For all who are uh, listening, it really mm-hmm. does help. Go through the Proverbs. There's a lot uh, uh, to talk about when it uh, regarding speech and righteousness and wickedness, mm-hmm. which we'll go over into the next episode as well. But until then, keep your head up. Pray <laughs> to God. Love your neighbor as yourself. And most importantly, love God <laughs> as well. And in this life, you will have many trials and tribulations. But keep heart. He has overcome the world.
1: Bye.